Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the One Hope Church Podcast. This is Tyrene Martinson, and today I get to discuss James chapter 4, verses 4 through 10 in relation to our sermon series on Sunday, and our Sunday sermon from Pastor Peter was on Romans chapter 8. So how does this uh, very heavy section of verses fit with that Romans section that's all about walking by the Spirit? So let's take a look at this. So it starts out with, you adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Okay, that's just James 4, verse 4, and I have to admit, when I started with that verse this morning, I was like, oh, oh, this is one of those heavy ones. Ah, it's, it's, I get a gut reaction from those words, and I think we're meant to. I think we're meant to have a gut reaction. Uh, and, and the question is, is our gut reaction defensiveness? I have to admit my first like, oh, no, I don't want to read this. That that was a bit of a defensiveness reaction, yes. Uh, But then there's the second reaction. Okay, well, yeah, I could say, yeah, we are adulterous people. We are uh, unfaithful to God's promises regularly. And there's no person in the world who's without sin. So I get where this is coming from. So it's like I, I had to get past my first get reaction, get to the next reaction, and kind of start thinking about it, and then read the rest of the verses. Sometimes that's what happens when I open the Bible I and, and read a section. I'm like, <laughs> the first thought may, may, may not be, praise God for this glorious word. It might be like, oh, this is a hard one. Oh, and that's what I felt a little bit like when I, when I started this passage. Uh, but it continues, it says, or do you suppose it is to no purpose, the scripture says, he yearns jealously over the spirit that he has made to dwell in us. That's cha- that's verse 5. Now what's interesting about that is that it's speaking about how God is jealous of the spirit he has made to dwell in us. And when we really think about the fact that we do have, as we taught, as Pastor Peter talked about in with Romans chapter eight yesterday, that we have these two spirit, these two parts fighting within us. We have our our sinful nature, and we have the Holy Spirit indwelling in us, and they they don't get along. They don't agree with the desires that each has. So yeah, it makes sense that God yearns jealously over the Spirit that He's given us, that He's made to dwell in each of us, and so that that makes sense, right? that especially since the spirit that he has given us does not exactly get along with our sin nature. So, and then in verse six, it says, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Verse seven says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Verse eight, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So, what are we supposed to do when 
you know, we're feeling this conflict within us between our sin nature and, and the spirit of God who dwells within us. It says right here, we need to submit ourselves to God. And in doing that, in submitting ourselves to God, we are resisting the devil and he will flee from us. When we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. It's a promise. It's a beautiful promise. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. It's it's gorgeous and, and wonderful. And we know it's true because God loves us so much that he gave us his Holy Spirit to dwell in us. And I know that I cling to that when I wake up at like, you know, 1.30 in the morning and I've got all sorts of wild worries running through my brain, some of which are founded in reality and some of which are just like some piece of reality mixed with wild imagination in a way that's going in a, in a bad direction. And in those moments when I wake up like that, I have to pray and say, God, please help me get my mind back to you. And I have to, like, I know, for instance, when this happened recently, I actually prayed for a while and I was really struggling. And I finally said, dear Jesus, please cleanse me from all evil and protect me from evil. I renounce evil. I renounce the devil. I I trust you, Lord. And I, I had to just say that in my head over and over again until I finally reached a point where I was like, okay, I'm going to praise Jesus right now. I'm going to trust him. And then I was able to to do that and do some relaxed breathing and get back to sleep. And I was fine. Woke up fine. So I think about those times... Again, this is for those middle of night worries, but it's also during the day and, and anytime we find ourselves really in inner conflict and in feeling either insecurity or an emotion that, you know, maybe a, an emotion that's telling us that there's something wrong. And maybe that emotion that's telling us there's, that there's something wrong means we need to do something about some, whatever it's, it is that's wrong. And that doing something might mean speaking up when we need to speak up to have a healthy boundary or a healthy conflict resolution. But it also might mean settling the conflict inside of us that's going on between the Holy Spirit and our sinful nature. And the only way we can really settle that inner conflict is to, is to submit ourselves to God and draw near to him so he can then draw near to us and heal us and cleanse us and, and work in us uh, to, to, to give us peace um, that passes all understanding. Now these next, uh, this next verse was, it was really hard for me to read this morning the first time through and I had to really think about it, think about my own personal experiences with mourning and, uh, and gloom and because I've definitely had mourning and, and gloom in my life. And so when I, I read verse 9, I, I, was, I struggled with it a little bit um, because I have a hard time believing God really wants me to be uh, gloomy and, and, and mournful. But I do think he wants us to, um, to mourn our, our sin, but also and to let it go. So verses, uh, verse 9 is, be wretched and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Okay, that was <laughs> that was hard 
for me. Uh, I don't know about you, but it was hard for me. And so I thought, well, what about these other verses? And so I looked up these other verses that I thought about uh, with, with joy and with God. I thought, taste and see that the Lord is good, which is from Psalm 34, verse 8. And I also thought about rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, which is from Philippians 4, 4. That's actually the King James Version. And then I thought about our Romans passage that we heard on Sunday when it says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So yes, we, we do need to mourn and, and see our sin as, as something to mourn. But I think when we turn to God, when we do that drawing near to God, he gives us joy of a different nature. It's not a worldly joy, it's a godly joy. And I think that's what we're getting in verse 10 when it says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. So when we humble ourselves and we admit to God, we need you, Jesus. We need you right now. Please help me draw near to you. I, I have too much sin to deal with myself. I need you to help me and, and heal me. I think when we do stuff like that, when we humble ourselves before the Lord, he will heal us and exalt us. And that's the kind of joy that comes from God. And, and when you think about exalt, God's going to exalt us. He's going to exalt me. I don't feel like I should be exalted ever. God should be exalted. And so that's, I mean, you really read that verse, that last part, it's amazing. And so we know that we can find joy and confidence in the Lord. It's just that he doesn't want us to find joy in the world. And that's in, in sin. So that's something to kind of, for me, I had to like really take apart these verses and think about what it was really saying. I don't think God wants us to walk around you know, beating ourselves over the head. I think he wants us to turn to him, mourn our sins, but turn to him, humble ourselves before him and say, we need you, Jesus. And then he's going to heal us. He's going to draw near to us and he's going to exalt us. Even though we're not worthy, only Jesus is worthy. He has given us his righteousness. He has given us his spirit so that we can walk with him. We just need to remember always that he loves us and we're already adopted. It's already taken care of. And when we remember that, we can humble ourselves and draw near to him. Let's pray. Awesome God, thank you for your word, your glorious word that, yes, sometimes it's hard for us when we start reading it, but your spirit testifies to how good and glorious and loving you are. And we thank you for your spirit that you have given us to dwell in us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your love and the redemption you have given us. Amen.